You're listening to Father Figuring, the podcast about a daughter on the quest of figuring out her father, the good, the bad, and everything in between. This is your host, Katherine Cat Carter. Now let's get to figuring. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Cat Carter, on episode three of Father Figuring how I met your mother. And that is exactly what this episode is about. Um, There's two parts. I know I keep alluding to it. I think in other episodes that we're going to talk about how my dad met my mom and kind of his steps leading up to that because y'all know now that uh, Will Carter was out here, was out here. So (laughs) what made him even get ready to settle down and then why my mom so I, I found this to be such a entertaining episode um I really just listening to him it's just really funny especially since of course I know my mom and so <laughs> some of the things that she did is just like that is so on brand for her so anyway um such a good little fun episode I'm breaking it up so this was recorded the same night as episode four but I just decided to break up the two different episodes just to, you know, test and learn. They're two distinct topics. I wanted to give each one due justice without like wearing you guys out. So you can choose to listen to both as one episode or, you know, break it down for the different topics. But had such a blast listening to this and recording this one. Definitely one of my favorites so far. Uh, So sit back. Oh, and, and ladies, I think a couple things for the ladies, my mom, I, got, I can't wait to talk to her about this. Um, she gives us a pro tip of uh, success that we can share or that we can do, tangible something we can do at, uh, at these parties, etc. cetera, um, that I will definitely be doing from here on out. <laughs> and then um, for the fellas, I think like hearing about my dad and hearing how he had to transit he just he got to a point of transitioning from being out here in these streets as we would call it nowadays to knowing I think that there's probably some things that might get triggered within you so anyway I'm talking too much let's get into it sit back and enjoy all right hello hi father hey hi Kathy how you doing I'm good. I'm I'm very well uh, on this Wednesday before Valentine's Day. Um, how are you? I'm doing excellent. I'm wonderful. Well, wonderfully well. Oh, I love to hear that. I love to hear that. Um, as usual, what do you have? A do you have a drinky drink? A little a little something something you're sipping on? Well, yeah. I think tonight I, I tried something different. Some Irish whiskey called uh, Jameson. Mm-hmm. Okay, well known, yeah. well known. Yeah. Um, uh, Rihanna loves Jameson, or at least she made a song kind of about it. So you're in good company there. Oh, I didn't know that it was the, uh, that she enjoyed Irish whiskey. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. You know about Rihanna, though. You know about her. Yeah, I, I, she's um, well. She's an artist. She was dating. Uh, was it Chris Brown? Look at so, you. Look at yeah. you knowing something. That's well, good. I mean, you know, I try to stay current as, as old as I am. I mean, it's, it's hard, but uh, I try to stay current with some certain things. That's good. You should. Keeps you young. Keeps you youthful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh, and I, I'm also trying something a little different tonight. Um, mm-hmm. I think I've had, I've gone from, from bullet to wine. Now I'm on... Tequila. Um, didn't tequila. really, didn't intend to do tequila, but it's what I had in the house and I'm on a budget. And so I just figured I'd drink what's already in my house. Um, honestly, I'm going to stop calling. Uh, it's okay. I'll say the brand. It's Espelon. It's like a bottle with a whole bunch of skeletons on it. Oh. It's a good price point and yeah. it's nice packaging. I can't really tell you if it's like extremely quality, but. It doesn't. I don't usually have bad, bad after effects on it, so it's yeah. pretty good. It's decent. Yeah, you gotta have to be careful of that because <laughs> it, it will bite you. <laughs> that it will. That it will. Tequila, tequila just hits a little differently. Hmm. 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 
Um, so yeah, so I'm glad we're doing this third episode going strong. I will say that I, um, the, the, by the time we recorded like one and two, I had never like posted it and released it to like the public. Um, but I released it on, I think it was Sunday, this past Sunday, episode one and two. And I've been getting such great feedback from friends and co-workers that are friends and family. Christina, my sister, if everyone doesn't know by now, absolutely loves it. George, her husband, loves it. Um, mommy listened to it last night. Really? She, Mommy likes it. She says that we sound really good and that it's really interesting and entertaining. So, you know, we're getting we're getting love <laughs> from my small circle that I've released it and made aware to this. So that's good. Yeah. Well, I've I've only shared it with one other person, and then probably what I'll do. There's several other people I'll probably share it with and see. But so far, uh, 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 the the person I shared it with thought it was fantastic. I mean, just I mean, got, and she's you know, and she's she's a pretty good writer, you know, herself in her own right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Segue a great segue to um, what's happening in our lives this week. So, is this the same winter that, writer rather that you'll be? Accompanying to San Francisco. Yes. Mm, okay. 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 Yes. Good. Yes. Good. 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 Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, you all. <laughs> ah, they're just giving her all the scoop. Um. So, um, are you all packed up for San Fran? Well, uh, I'm leaving Saturday morning. Oh, okay. And, okay. and, and she's leaving a day ahead of that. She's leaving Friday. So we'll, we'll, we'll meet up. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's just a, it's just a fun turnaround. Tr- well, actually it'll be there until leave. I'll come back home on uh, Tuesday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So markets closed on Monday. So it'll actually be, I'll be away from work for actually one business day as it works out. Didn't know it was like that, but just, it turned out like that. It's just perfect. Perfect. Worked out good. I hate being away from my office um, um, too many days, two consecutive days, because you know it's it's things do change, events do occur, and you know you want to make sure that you're there when people need you. So, right, right, yeah. yeah. So the responsibilities of an entrepreneur mm-hmm. always are, yeah, seven twenty four. Seven twenty. I like that little remix. Seven twenty four. Okay. So you've got that going on. Any other happenings since the last time we chatted? Any other new news? No, I mean not really. Uh, I've just got you know. Of course, I I worked out today. I mean, we've it's been everything's relative. It was cold out here, but for you, you know, twenty seven degrees is not cold. But out here in Lawwick, there was uh, some snow and some ice, and uh, it makes driving a little more difficult, you know, when you yeah sliding around and it gets cold too. But uh, other than that, uh, the the weather is uh, has been a factor, a little bit of a factor, especially today. There was a lot of ice on the on the roads, but other than that, it's been you know my life is not all that. Other than, I mean, the routine is to the gym, home, do a little reading, watch a little TV, go to bed, get up the next day, back at it. So mm. that's it. Mm-hmm. So, a little discipline there. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> regimen. Regimen. Evening regimen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about um, you? Yeah. Um, well, okay. I went to Jersey. Um, last in the last week to go to my first company's um, Black History Month celebration, and then like one of our one of the friends that are in our circle that still works there, he got honored for being like a volunteer. Uh, Randy, who also Randy, shout out to Randy, really loves the podcast. He really appreciates you being so vulnerable. So anyway, so um, <laughs> we. Um, did that and that was fun. Oh, uh, we'll talk about this in the qualities, but met this entertaining man at this restaurant. Um, you would not approve at all, <laughs> but I got some free crab cakes. So that was good. Um, oh, and I, and I met, um, 
I don't know if you ever watched Black Panther, but the the actor Winston C. Duke, he also starred in Us, the Jordan Peele kind of horror movie. Um, so got a photo with him. That's always good. Really? And then, yeah. I, I, did, I did watch the Black Panther. It was on uh, either HBO or Netflix, one of the two. Uh, it might have been HBO. And yeah, I saw it. I was, I was. I was pretty. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Angela Bassett was on the on the in the movie, and and so I was. Uh, yeah, I was impressed. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. I was a little surprised that they got a budget that big to to shoot something like that. Because growing up in my life, it was a low budget. Um, Black exportation films like Superfly, which I, I <laughs> yeah I thought was a great movie back then, you know. But anyway, but back to the back to the. Uh, to our topics for tonight. Um, but yeah, so I did that. And then um, what else happened? Did my volunteer thing. I don't know if you know, I volunteer like every other Saturday at this organization, America Needs You. And it's to help first generation college students like get internships and jobs and whatnot. So it's every other Saturday. I mean, we had a long break for the holiday, but I really love it. It's very fulfilling, and I always leave very energized. So that was lovely. Was that yeah. tied to? Is that tied to any particular university, or just in? in no, it's it's in general. It's more like regional, so it's like a lot of students there like go to school in New York, pretty much. Um, so my my mentee goes to Baruch College, and so proud of her. Love her so much. Um, she secured her internship for the summer, so she's kind of like met her key deliverable, and then she just has lots of goals, and she's just such a little hustler, so I just love her so much. But yeah, so that was fun, and actually, we're going to hang out Saturday and go thrift shopping, which I'm excited about, and then, um, yeah, and then tomorrow I have a date. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, yeah. okay. mm-hmm. you're not the only one with dates and whatnot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I, you know, I, I didn't expect you to be, you know, camped out in your on your couch on a Saturday night in New York City. I mean, I I, I oh, kind of hold my breath on things like that, but you know, but uh, I know you're you're uh, you're an attractive young lady, and there's there's going to be opportunities for you to meet guys and. Uh, I just, and I think part of my homework assignment is what should you be looking for in these guys? Exactly. So you're not, exactly. so you're not, you're not uh, wasting your time nor their time, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. So I have a day, same guys last time. Um, I have a day with him tomorrow. And then Friday, um, oh, I also did spin class today. I got my workout in. And then Friday, which is actual Valentine's Day, I don't know. I haven't really decided. Um, I could stir up some friends to see if they're down to do anything, or I might just chill and just make myself a steak and eat some shrimp by myself with oh. some champagne and some strawberries in my TV. And honestly, that sounds like amazing to me. So I might, I might just keep it kind of low key. Oh, and I have to take out some of my braids and get some of this redone. So yeah, that's probably my Valentine's Day is like self love to me. Um. Mm. Yeah, so I'm excited about all that. Excited. Well, you know, Valentine's Day, if there's no one really special, you know, I mean, you shouldn't force an issue. Maybe it mm-hmm. is better that you, you spend time, you know, uh, getting to know you. I mean, I know you've known you for a long time, but, you know, just being alone at, at home might be a good idea. Oh, yeah. Don't oh, want, I love don't want to give any false impressions. <laughs> exactly. That's why the date tomorrow is tr- tr- strategically on Thursday and not Friday. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to give the wrong signal, yeah. and I'm sure nor does he. Although I'm sure if I was like, let's do Friday, he wouldn't blink at that and I maybe. But yeah. but no, let's not. I don't want to set yeah. that precedent. I'm still getting to know him. Yeah, it's so. kind of an awkward situation. I mean, yeah, it is. You it know, is. you're there, and everybody's all hugged up and made reservations. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. Want that. Yeah, just somebody might be get proposed to. We're sitting next to it, clapping yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Like, no, no, we gotta talk yeah. about that. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He might get caught up in a moment, and you just met him, and he drops to a knee or something. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> Put the cigar band around your finger. <laughs> you know, you know. Sometimes it's it's like a lot of things. People get caught up in the the emotion of the moment, and they uh, you wind up. Uh, Doing saying things you don't mean, so yeah, you know, it's good to just, yeah, just stay to yourself on Bottle Time's Day. 
Yeah. And then next week I'll be in Houston at the end of the week for Jeremy's wedding, which I'm very excited about. Oh, so. Jeremy getting married? Jeremy's getting married to Matthew. So excited. Um, I mean, technically they're already like married from like a license kind of standpoint. Um, but next week, next Saturday will be their ceremony. And I have not started to write my speech and I really need to get like a bad first draft out the way and then um, perfect it. So, yeah. So where is the uh, ceremony to be held? It's in Houston. I don't know. It's some, it's, I think it's downtown at a nice hotel. Um, That's about all I know. Um, I could relook at the thing at the invitation, but I haven't. And uh, yeah, Christina's going. Christina and George, they're invited. They'll be there. Okay. Um, and then there'll be like a lot of people from like, because we went to college and high school together. So I'll be seeing people from there. And then like, of course, like I know his family pretty well. Um, so that'll be a good time. Like it's always a good time with Jeremy yeah. and his, and like our extended group of friends. So I'm very excited. Now you've known him since junior high school, right? High school, um, oh, high freshman school. year, we rode the same school bus together, and he was on the bus on the first day of high school, and I came in on the bus, sat next to him, and I was like, he seems nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then since like since we lived on the east side of Houston together, then there was like a group of us that would hang out because a lot of people didn't like live on the east side. Like, DeBakey was on like the medical center, which for everyone is like. Um, Kind of like south, uh, like the south side of south Houston. Ward. Like it's third. It's basically like third ward, the outskirts of third ward. Right. Um, so yeah. So I'm really pumped about that. Really looking forward to it. And so you're doing that next weekend. Next weekend. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Right. Good. Okay. Good. 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 Okay. Good. So. We're going to change things up just a little. I know usually we kind of talk about a hot topic, but we're going to we're going to skip right on over that today. We're going to just try to just just dive in. We got our tequila or I've got my tequila. You've got your um, your Jameson and we're going to dive in. So this is a two part kind of moment. So I might for the listeners. Just know we're recording this all in one session, but you will actually receive it in two more bite size. Just something we're trying. You know, we're in the test and learn phase. Um, so part one, I mean, this episode is really entitled How I Met Your Mother. And I want to know uh, from you how you met mommy. And then just some questions around all of that from like dating, um, you know, the first date, kind of like you know, the dates in between a little bit. We don't have to go into great detail there. Um, All the way up to like proposing and stuff. So I have questions for you. And of course you can always veer in a story time every once in a while, but I will have like just some questions. And then, um, so yeah. So from, from what we've discussed so far, especially on episode two, where I learned so much. And now now I see that perhaps you were inspired by these black exploitation films you were looking at in the 70s. Because you had, um, I won't, I mean, I feel a way about calling you kind of a pimp, but you had (laughs) a play of persona as what I um, have gleamed from episode two. And um, I mean, some just some facts just to back that generalization well, up. Well, is, I, tried um, the, I tried to be a good guy. I mean, oh, I was you didn't say that. You said you were <laughs> terrible. So don't try to sugarcoat it now. I tried to be a good guy. No, you did it. And here are the facts. Uh, uh, you had your study, and then the other one would be right next to her. You were all confused of what to do and what to say. Um, oh, then you God. mentioned you just slid it in. I didn't. I didn't stop you on it. I let you rock with the story. But you said when you came to Houston to like look for some job or whatever, um, you had the girlfriend like get in the, the cut list and take you to the job. And she stayed in the car and kept it warm. I'm like, what kind of kind of pimp stuff is that? Like she just, how long did that take? She just sitting outside in the car, keeping it warm for you? Like, mm-hmm. 
That seemed well, kind of player. Well, well, it was actually a Volkswagen. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, it was a 19, oh. 19, 1968 Volkswagen that me and your Uncle Brucey uh, mm-hmm. bought together in my in our senior year. In my senior year, his 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 what was Brucey? Brucey was a junior, a sophomore. So mm-hmm. anyway, we we had a deal. I buy the we buy the car together. We split the expense of the car. But for the last semester, he was not t- to touch the car because I lived right, on Right, you mentioned that. And then after I graduated, he could have the car, mm-hmm. but he wasn't to touch it. So anyway. Um, that I, has nothing I, to do with the point I just was making, that you had this girl I sitting watermelon. up <laughs> <laughs> I like in the car on her day. I like watermelon. Keeping it warm for you, okay? I, I said I like watermelon. And I bet you even said it like that. Just keep it warm for me. Oh, you know. Oh, goodness gracious. And then another, um, you know, then you used to, it was a part of your work, but the girly clubs, you were a a visitor of the girly clubs, as you call it. Um, It was part of the job. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm sure you didn't (laughs) mind that part, though. Pretty sure you didn't mind. No, no, actually, actually, that that part of my job, um, after a while, it, it gets old. And I mean, I'm just being uh, just being upfront about it. Um, you know, it's like it's just too much candy, you know, and you and you just, you know, you get to a point where the, the, the thing that you wanted the most turns out to be for a while the best thing you ever thought happened to you. And then after a while, it becomes one of those spiritual challenges for you. And, um, you know, it, it was it was it was sort of. um I don't know. I, I guess a good word for it would be um, uh, it was it was uh, it was taking me down uh, a path I didn't want to be down, and, and it was you know it was it was a great job. I mean, everything that I ever did, everything I did for those three years working as a salesman, I mean, the company paid for. I mean, I took your mom to London, you know, and <laughs> it's all on the company nickel, you know. So uh, it was, uh, and that it, was the old honeymoon. No, 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 no. I mean, you know, that was, that was a few, a couple of years later that, you know, when I got promoted, but in the meantime, though, you, you want to know how we met. So, but this is good segue because I think even before the, how you met is also the realization that you were ready to settle down because that had to happen before you were like, all right, I'm ready. So you are saying that it was mainly like a, you just kind of at a certain time just felt that um, you were just kind of over this, uh, I'll call it this play a lifestyle and um, the things associated with work that you had to do. Um, So it was more of like an internal, you just knew you were ready or did you also have like external pressures? Like it was grandmother pressing you or did you have friends that were already getting married and you're like, oh, I'm feeling left out? Or was it just really all of you just feeling like I'm ready to settle down? Yeah, yeah, actually, you know, that's a good good question. I, it wasn't pure pressure at all. It was more to do with, you know, I was 27 and I had hit this mark that I, you know, never thought I would reach, but, you know, had certainly had ambitions to reach. And I looked around one day and I said, you know, I'm repeating the same stuff that I did for since I got out of college, you know, which was like, you know, what year did I graduate in 60, no, 72. So since I was 22, you know, everything was just a, a repeat of the same behaviors and stuff. And I didn't see myself growing. Mm-hmm. And I knew it was time to settle down. So I decided that it was time for me to get married. I mean, no one tried to influence me one way or the other. No one said, you know, you know, mama didn't say, Bubba, it's time for you to settle down. Uh, she might have said it, but I didn't pay any pay any attention to it. My grandmother might have had an opinion about it, but you know I didn't pay any attention to her. But it was me deciding for myself that it was time to uh, to move forward because it was going around in circles. You know, every year was looking like uh, the year from the previous year. You know, and it was 
round and round in circles. I said, I got to get out of this orbit and uh, advance myself. And I heard different things about marriage and what it does to you. You know, it it, it, it makes you more reliable and steadies you and, and so on and so forth. And you do better, you know, not only that way, but financially and everything else. So I was looking forward to it. I thought it was time. And so one night, it was a Saturday night, uh, my friend called me. He wanted to, to go out. And I had made a promise that Thursday night. I got on my knees and prayed about it. And I said, you know, God, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to go go out anymore. I don't want to go out hanging out in these bars and stuff until I find somebody that I'm, you know, I, I just want to change. So my friend came by one Saturday night, and I was all set, kind of like what you were talking about, staying in, you know, and not doing anything and just sit around and watch TV or whatever, but not certainly not go out. Well, he came by with this this argument about, come on, Carter, let's go out, man. We can do this, da 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 this. And he named the people that were supposed to be at this party. And I said, oh, man, I really, I really don't want to go out. But he insisted. And uh, I think you had to pay five bucks to get in or something like that. And he said he'd even pay it. And as cheap as he was, that was like, okay. <laughs> You ain't bought anybody a, 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 a dime worth of drinks, so if you're paying for it, I'll go. I'll go. So we jumped. We jumped in my car, and uh, I had a I had a two eighty Z. I had just bought that car. Loved that car. Kept that car forever. But anyway, I jumped in that car, and we went out to this place on the north side of town, and it was an apartment complex that had a clubhouse, and so. We get out the car and we're, we're, you know, strolling up to the clubhouse. And there was, sure enough, there was a party there. And we walk into the uh, little vestibule area there. And uh, my buddy looked around. He didn't see anybody he recognized. And then so we, uh, he saw this one guy collecting the money. He says, well, who's throwing this party? And, and the guy said, uh, you know who's throwing this party? I said, and he said, we said, no, who's throwing the party? And then he gave some Greek numbers or Greek letters rather and said, we're the something, something, something fraternity for undertakers. And I kind of laughed. I said, wow, man, we came to a, a dead party here. <laughs> and it was just, it was just pitch black. I mean, the whole room was just pitch black. I mean, but he explained to us for five bucks, we could drink all we wanted to. So I said, well, hey, that's worth five bucks, you know. Well, you're so place in town, you're gonna get that kind of treatment for five. Yeah, that's that's a steal. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So I know anyway, to that part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, I'm standing in kind of like oh, I don't know, I guess you'd call it like a little vestibule area, you know, for you that's kind of opened up wide area before you go into the party itself. And I'm standing there, and I don't know, the, the listeners may not believe this. But I, I repeated the story at least a thousand times. But I saw what I saw. Mm. And it was mm. like, I'm standing there and I'm scanning the room. And the room is pitch black. And there's like a light, a beam of light mm. shining down across the room. And it landed on your mother's head. It was just, I'm standing there looking at this. And it's like everything else was dark. I mean, it's kind of weird in a way. The whole room's dark. And there's people in there. And I couldn't see the people. All I could see was this beam of light shining down on her. And I looked at that. I looked at her. I said, God, she is really attractive. She is really cute. You know? And so I stood there not knowing whether to go across the room and, and introduce myself or stand there. And before I could make my mind up on what to do, she had gotten up with your, your aunt, Jackie. And the two of them were walking right across the room to where I was standing. And I'm standing in like in the doorway there. And... She tries to go around me, and I jump in front of her. Mm. And she tries to go around me again, and I jump in front of her again. 
And then I touch her on the wrist and I said, you know, you're not leaving, are you? And she said, no, but, I, you know, I'm not. And uh, she went to the ladies' room and she came back. And I think we, I don't think we danced or anything, but we just started talking. And uh, she seemed to be very friendly, you know. I, I mean, I don't know. It was, and uh, I asked her for a phone number and she gave that to me. And we went outside and we sat in my car and we talked a little bit. And then I came back in and, and it was like, wow, you know, this is, this, <laughs> she is, she is what I've been looking for. I mean, it's like, whoa, I come to this party. It's the wrong weekend at wrong party, wrong everything. And I see this, this, this gorgeous woman sitting down across the room, rooms pitch black, beam of light. That's it. And I had been praying that Thursday for a wife. And all this just came together much quicker than I thought. I thought I'd have more time to play around, but you know, it happened so suddenly. It was like, wow, I didn't expect it to be this quick, God. I mean, you know. You could have waited a month. Yeah, I could have waited a little while, you know. I was just getting. Oh, was, you had your fun. I, I, yeah, okay. I was, yeah. Give me some more time to backslide, you know. <laughs> so anyway, long on the serious side, though. And uh, we dated. And um, I, I really wanted to, to go to San Antonio to meet my parents. So, you know, over the years, uh, mom and daddy had, had seen a lot of friends of mine that I would bring down for the weekend. And, you know, mother would call me and, and she would say her opinion about the person and this and that. And I took it to heart and I said, okay. And daddy never said a word, you know. So anyway, uh, I asked your mother about two weeks later if she would go to San Antonio with me to meet my parents. And she said, yeah. So, wait, 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 wait. Two weeks after y'all met? Uh, it may have been two or three weeks. It wasn't long. Oh, you were on it. Was, it. Okay. Yeah, it. yeah, Guys yeah, yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll tell you how long it took for me to get married. Now, we, we, we'll, I won't rush ahead and, and tell you, but, but yeah. So anyway, we go to San Antonio. We go out with a cousin of mine, and we're down on the river having a great time, and you know, hanging out with him, and this and that, and having a good time, and hitting some of the bars and clubs there in San Antonio. And then we come back home, and you know, and 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 she's asleep in the in 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 Weona's old room. And I get up, and I'm sitting at the kitchen table, and Daddy's there reading a newspaper, drinking coffee. Mother's fixing breakfast. I'm sitting there. I asked for a cup of coffee. So me and Daddy are sitting there talking, da-da-da-da. And over the years, I mean, here I was, 27 years old at the time. And over the years, for at least five years, the people have come with me to San Antonio to spend the weekend with my mother's house, Daddy's house. Daddy never said a word. I mean, he was quiet about everything. Never said a word. Never spoke, never said, Bubba, I think this was, you know, but he did that morning. He said, you know, he said, Bubba. I said, yeah, Daddy. He said, I, I think that's the one. And that that did more to influence me. Mama always had an opinion, so I just kind of, you know, how you take that and you just kind of say, "Okay, Mama." That's, I yeah, I think Mommy you. kind of alluded to the fact yeah. that she didn't know if Grandma, Grandmother, really like really was down for her. Oh yeah, well she she was she was. I mean, mm, I, I think I think she was more down once we came along on the scene than she came. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I valued. I really, you know, like I tell you, like I was saying in their earlier episode, you know, I, I valued Daddy's opinion. He was, uh, he was a man among men. He was uh, a warrior. He was, uh, he was a good man. He was a good person, you know, and uh, um, uh, he he took in three stepkids and raised them like they were his, you know, and so mm -hmm. I, I mean, I couldn't tell a dime's worth of difference between uh, being his blood son or not being his blood son. I mean, it was no difference, but uh, you know, I always tried to make my presence in the in the family uh, good, you know, you know, I would, I would, I would certainly took care of myself when I turned, you know, I was in junior high, I took care of me. 
I got a job and worked from junior high school all the way to high school to college and on. So I took, I tried to eliminate whatever financial burdens my presence had. I tried to eliminate that. And that's the way I felt it should be because, you know, I mean, you know, it's, you know, it was, uh, he was doing enough. But uh, anyway, daddy spoke about your mom, my soon to be wife. And we dated and we remained together. And we, and then one day, and I'll, I'll get, to, I'll fast forward here. Wait, no, I have some questions though. Okay, and one, and one, one point of clarification, because I'm well, like, people are like, okay, you were at this Undertaker party and you thought that was weird, but why was my mom there? So, um, I, I might have mentioned this in a previous episode, but my mom's family has a funeral home. So that's the Undertaker part. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, they were in the mix there. And um, so yeah, that's that's that. Just as clarity, like my mom, she grew up in a funeral home on the second floor. Um, her grandmother started it and then her dad was, um, you know, running it and managing it. And it still exists today in Fifth Ward and uh, my uncle, Uncle William, but I call him William, Uncle William, um, manages it now. So that, that's just that aside. I just want to bring the listeners up to speed. So what, let's, let's, let's rewind a little bit since we're breaking this episode up, like we can go a little deeper. Um, after like two or three weeks, y'all were going on a road trip to San Antonio to meet your mom and your dad. Um, but what was like y'all's first date? Like where, like, were y'all dating a lot within those two, three weeks? Like, were y'all like really just like, oh, let's spend so much time together. Like, where did you take her? What, uh, what, what was that? What was that? I, let me think. Let me think. That's a good question. I, I think we, uh, I think we hung out with some friends. Um, um, there was a few, couple of restaurants that uh, I liked, a uh, steakhouse that I, I, I like going to. But uh, mm, it, it was, okay, it, you better take was, me out was, for steak. Yeah, it was. A, it was a, I mean, there was there was a buddy of mine that we used to hang out and sort of double date together, and there were parties and stuff that uh, I think one. I think we went to one or two affairs. And was this Butch? Uh, yeah. Okay, Butch. Yes. Butch. Yeah, Butch, and uh, and uh, Butch was my best man, and I was his best man. So, but anyway. Um, so we used to, yeah, we used to go out and, and I think we went to a few movies and things like that together. Um, and so during this dating time, mm-hmm. like, of course, you had the initial attraction to mommy. She was gorgeous, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was it? Has to, it has to be more than that to like be like, OK, yeah, she's the one. So like. What were some of the things that you saw? Like, do you think it was like, oh my gosh, she's my well, soulmate? Or was it just that she like hit off a lot of the things that you were just wanting? That, yeah, that's a good question. Your your mom, <laughs> there was, naturally there was a physical attraction. Your mother's very attractive. And back then she was, she was, you know, to me, just everything I wanted in uh, physically, in a, in, a, in a companion, a wife. Okay. And then she was smart. You know, you know, very smart. And I'll, I'll let me tell you, let me tell you what, let me tell you what really did it. You know, I'm a little embarrassed about telling this, but you know, hey, we're laying it all out. There's some other <laughs> things that that will come down the pike. That, but I'll, I'll tell you what convinced me, what really convinced me mm-hmm. uh, that she was the one, and that was the turning point. Mm. Um, you know. When you, when you were, you know, when I was out there running around, going crazy and doing crazy stuff, um, most dates were more interested in what you could spend on them. Mm. I mean, most of them were very, very, you know, selfish to me. I mean, you could mm. take a person out a thousand times. Don't tell the brothers that. They'd be like, yeah, man, I feel the same way. And, <laughs> and, and, and you, you can pick up a thousand, you know, a thousand tabs. And never once would they even, not even on your birthday, offer to pick up anything. 
And I just said, you know what? That's a little too much one way. It's not that I was looking to, you know, anybody to take care of me or any of that stuff, but it's just the gesture of it all, you know. So anyway, it was kind of a, really kind of a, uh, you know. So anyway, so here's what happened. I was talking to your, 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 your mom one day, and we were around there dating and stuff. And, and uh, I was being reckless and stuff and uh, you know i was making money but i was i was spending money now this is kind of kind of kind of kind of you know kind of i don't know what to say maybe a little embarrassing but anyway I, it was more of a test i was just checking her out oh yeah anyway i told her i just mentioned to her i said you know what i got a bank of america bill due and it's two hundred dollars then and back then the credit card was bank of america I said, I've got a Bank of America bill due. It's $200. She said, well, I'll loan it to you. She went, we met downtown. What? Listen to me. I will never do that. <laughs> well, you, you might wind up being, well, I'm just telling you what happened. You know, if you want to hear it, that's the truth. Well, so me. We, met down, we met downtown at, well, we met downtown at Colonial Savings. She gave me the $200. I paid the bill and pff, I told her I would pay her back. And when she did that, I knew that she was, that I could trust her. You know, it wasn't, you know, and every other thing about her, I I really loved. And when she did that, it was like, wow, she is the complete package. So, I mean, I was all in with that. Oh so anyway, <laughs> well, no, I've done that before, kind of. Actually, no, I have helped somebody with a bill. I sure have. Yeah, shit, yeah. helping somebody with housing. So, yeah, I know, I understand, but but you know, and then I just looked at it at that point. I said, "Hey, we're we're gonna get married," you know, and that's what I I told my buddies. You know, I said, "Yeah, man, I think I think we're really serious," and, and so. You know, I was more like the, you know, you remember the old, the old fable about the grasshopper that used to jump around and wouldn't save anything. And the ant, you know, the Bible talks about consider the ways of the ant, how they save and this and that. Well, I wasn't into that mode at the time, you know. Uh, well, I think we have a similarity there. <laughs> <laughs> In my 20s, I definitely wasn't saving anything. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, spending, yeah. spending, spending. So anyway, I I decided, and this was like, oh, I think this was like, uh, I, I called mother and I said, mom, you know, can you help me out? And, and she said, well, Bubba, what do you need? I said, well, I, I need you to, uh, I need you to let me get a, uh, an engagement ring, help me get an engagement ring and I'll pay you, I'll pay for it, you know, but I, I need, I want to do it now. So I drove down to San Antonio and we went to the jewelry store and we picked this ring out and I told mom I would pay for it. And I did. I paid her money back. I paid them, well, daddy, mom and daddy's money back. I always pay my debts to my family. So anyway, I paid the money back. And, uh, but anyway, I, I went down there and I called, I called your, your mom and I said, let's have dinner. And, uh, she knew, kind of knew, or had a hunch. She did say that she knew and she had a hunch. I'll let you yeah. finish, but I'll tell you what afterwards what I heard from uh, her. Oh, she got mad at me because I, yeah, was she did. A, I, got, I was trying to make a production out of it, and she wanted to, she wanted to see the ring now. I, I wanted to just kind of drag at the end of the meal. You were, and all yeah, you thing. were dragging it, and she knew what you yeah. were doing. So she, Yeah, exactly. So she was just like, yeah. I wish yeah. he would just come on and do it. I know what he's trying to do. <laughs> Yeah, so we we were at this place, this steakhouse on Westheimer. It's no longer open. It's called Scooters, and uh, and yeah, and I used to love eating uh, New York Strip. And your mom had, and so we're sitting there, and she was expecting the ring right away. Give it to me. Give it to me. Don't give me any of this build up. Give me. <laughs> and I just, I just said, no, I'm gonna wait. I, what? I said, no. I pretended like I didn't have it. I said, what are you talking about? You know? Oh, she got oh. Talk about teeth on edge. She got absolutely, <laughs> she absolutely got just, oh. So anyway, I gave it to her. She took it, looked at it. I mean, it really just kind of, 
it was really kind of a, a downer at that point. I mean, it no and it just kind of, you know, we kind of busted each other's bubbles. She wanted immediately. I wanted to build it up. I wanted to be romantic. She was saying, give it to me. She was being pragmatic. Uh, so anyway. Oh, two I Aries to together. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, you know, so she got it. She put it on her finger. I don't even know if she said yes or not, but, you know. Maybe she did. <laughs> well, I guess she did. So uh, then we sat down and we went to some counseling about marriage and this and that. One of the that's uh, good. Some premarital the, counseling. Yeah, one of the meth. One of the uh, was a Methodist minister at Mount Vernon, where where yeah, you know where Mount you went. Vernon. And um, I forget the pastor's name, um, but anyway, um, we sat and talked with him and this and that. Met with him a few times and. I guess about a week before the marriage. See, we got married April of, what is it, 1979? I believe it was. Do you know the date? Do you remember the date? I believe it was, I think it was April 17th, 1979. Okay. I believe that. You can fact check me on that, but I, I believe that was the date. That was a long time ago. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so... I married your mother seven months after I met her. Oh, wow. So, oh, so whoa. Like, wait, so wait, you proposed how long after you met her? I don't know. Maybe about three months or something. Oh, like that. whoa. And you didn't, you were just dead set. You just like knew you're just like, this is it. This is the yeah, one. This is it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're just certain. Okay. So, okay. So yeah, I didn't take a, that as a note. Someone after three months, they should be able to tell. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it was, I knew I was ready and, uh, and your mother was ready and, and, I and mean, no one had any questions. Like, are you sure you guys aren't rushing and you all need to get to know each other more? Like nobody, everybody was like, yeah, this is exciting. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you're, you're I don't know if your mother was taking advice or seeking counsel with anybody. I don't know if she talked to your, 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 your grandmother. I think maybe she did, but, but you know, at the time, I mean, I was a little more settled. I, I mean, I had a, I had, I'd gotten promoted. And then when I met your mother, I got a second promotion. And so, you know, I was making decent money for, you know, everything's relative and, you know, and, and so I, I just said, well, you know, and and so we got married, and I was ready to get married, you know. But we had a we had a we had a we had a uh, an understanding. I said, well, you know, we don't want to have kids right away, you know. We want to wait a little while, you know. So I figured three years, <laughs> and and sure enough, on the clock, she reminded me three years. Okay, it's time to make babies. So. <laughs> <laughs> So here we are. Well, we're on a business trip together, and you know, whatever. There we go. But uh, yeah, we we dated for about seven months. I think it was October. I can almost, if I sit down long enough, I can actually tell you the date of that party. And I, I, I believe it was the first weekend in October, nineteen seventy-seven. No, nineteen seventy-eight. Because I moved to Houston in 1977, went all the way around January. It was September of 1978, so we got married in 1979, seven months after we met. So, wow. yeah, it wasn't a very long courtship. No. Yeah. Wow. Okay, this was this was good. This was, but yeah, mommy. I remember mommy always saying like. She was frustrated with you with the proposal because she was just like, why won't he just go ahead? And she knew what you were going to do. And you were just kind of like, according to her, kind of fumbling around. And she just wanted to get We were talking about build up and it just came across as fumbling around. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and, uh, <laughs> mom, complete romantic. I mean, uh, uh, just I, okay, I will say that she... No, I'm not doing this. Mommy gonna listen and get mad at me. She she could have just you know let you just rock. I mean, seven months. It wasn't like you all were waiting like two years or eight. Oh, some cases people are like engaged for like or dating for seven eight years. So anyway, no, she knew. Yeah, she knew. Um, I knew. 
Yeah. And so this is this is some good. So this is I got some good tips from mommy. Okay, so riddle me this. I have this second date. Do you think I need to offer to pay for it? Like when when does oh when no, does no, woman, no 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 when does a woman need to start like going oh. doing the payment thing? Because I'm trying to get courted. Is really like so. So here's my thing. In the past, I have been too nice i think and now i'm like no um and it's not like oh i need you to i need to see how much i can get out this guy but at the same time i do feel like i need to be courted so when is that transition time when do i start doing that little well, like, oh i well, got this well I, here's the thing about that yeah i don't no, think a, i don't think there's a specific number but i will say this mm-hmm. i will say this mm-hmm. you know uh birthdays I think are important. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think yeah. you do things like that. Uh, I think, uh, you know, maybe a special occasion, like if he gets, you know, he wins the lottery, of course you buy him dinner, <laughs> but you know, on special occasions for him, like, you know, maybe he achieves something that's noteworthy. Had a promotion you know? or he yeah, got a promotion or something like that. Something but like that. I mean, I'm not suggesting that I expect, you know, you do you go 50-50. You buy once, you buy another. That's no, 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 no. Yeah. It's still his responsibility. But I think every once in a while, not 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 maybe once out of ten times, something like that. Once out of seven times. Okay. You might want to say, Hey, I'll take care of this. And, you know, but, I don't mind getting like a round of drinks. Like he gives dinner, then we go somewhere else, and we we get drinks. Like I'll pay oh, yeah. for a round yeah. of drinks or something. But yeah, at the same yeah. time, I don't. You want don't. To you know, it's early. I'm just paying for shit. No, it's good. Burn me in the past. It's burned me, and I will never go back. <laughs> yeah. Well, I you know I think that's where your your filter has to be a pretty pretty good to begin with you know like i said I know, you know, waste- right. yeah my filter is better now i would say yeah yeah you don't want to waste your time with somebody that's it has no 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 potential because see and no shade you know, to when i've dated like i don't know if people are listening because i do post this on my instagram and they might be listening no shade to anyone that i've dated i'm just saying like now i'm at a certain level of my life in my 30s that i just and because i love myself a lot more and because I can provide for myself a lot more, that is just like right now my standards are higher than they were when they were in their tw- when I was in my twenties, and I was just like really just Absolutely. wanting someone to fill a void. But now I'm healing through things like our relationship, which I think also has a lot of great benefits for me in my dating. So I'm not like passing on any type of like I need you to do this because I feel like we're like we're good or we're getting, you know, we're getting, I won't say that we're like perfect or anything, but like we're good. So I don't feel like I have to seek something or this, you know, through someone else that I can really look at the other person. as just like the role they're really supposed to play, which is like my kind of romantic partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I think, you know, I think you have to, you know, it's it's kind of a trial and error sometimes. Yeah. But is. I think the sooner you learn about it, and then you know, you have to be vigilant about yourself. And as soon as you know who you are, and then, you know what your value, you know, you set the price for you. You know, yes. you can't let somebody because everybody is gonna. It's like anything else in life. Everybody wants a bargain. You're never gonna. You you're never gonna get what your net worth. What you're really worth. Everybody wants a discount. Everybody does. Nobody wants to pay more than something, nor does people want to want to pay what something's worth. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you have to set that. And you can't, you know, if you, you take certain treatments and you say, well, you know, uh, you know, you allow a person to do this one time and da, 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 da. And then that becomes your price. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, you have to value yourself. Um, at fair market value, just like you did in negotiating your 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 promotion and your, you know, treat it the same way, you know. That's Life is about compromise and and about you knowing your net worth, your self worth, you know. That's a word. So. That's a word. So yeah, okay. So this was a really this was really great. Um, learn some things, some tips for mommy. Uh, well, one tip for you is like when I'm like like I pray to God about 
you know, finding the one, but I don't think I've like prayed to him. Like I really want him like right now. Um, because I don't know if I really want him right now. I would like to like meet him and start getting to know him slowly. Like I wouldn't mind for that process to get kicked off, but mm-hmm. I don't foresee myself doing no three month engagement. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or like that. Um, but okay, so I've learned like prayer works and like God will make it very clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems I've learned from mommy that at a party stand in the direction of a beam of light. So someone can think that, <laughs> 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 that God has called me to him. Uh, uh, meanwhile, at every party I go to, I'll be like, where's the light? Where's the show? Uh, well, there's a certain right there. strategy, you know, there's, there's tactical things that you do. And I will, I will, here's what you do. And I'll just point this out to you. You know, let's say you're in a dimly lit room. <laughs> and there's overhead lighting. Stand under the light. Stand under the light. Yeah, it, it, it will complement your everything about you. Your 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 good features. It will complement that. It will anything that you're questionable about. It will cover that. But it will <laughs> it will highlight all the good features that you want to that you're proud of. But uh, I found that to be the case. It's good. It's a good, uh, good technique. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I do. I'm gonna yeah. do that because I have some other things I do at parties. Like I usually leave my group of girlfriends I'm with at some point. Not like in a I'm unsafe, but like if I go to the restroom, I'll be like, "All right, y'all, I'll be back." And because I feel like guys don't like to approach girls in the pack, but once you're kind of like, you know, on the move, and it was when mommy was on the move that you got her when she passed your way because you were like, "Oh, do I go? Do I go?" And she came your way. So again, being on the move, you get to meet the people. And now I will add standing in a light uh, as part of my party pack. Um, yeah, well, not a harsh light. <laughs> not, not, not a harsh light. It has not a harsh a light. Soft. soft light, a beam, a beam. A, a beam, beam, a beam of go. light. Stand in the yeah. beam of light. And I'm like, all right, girls. Yeah. No, I'm like, get out of my light. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, well, any any last words before we close out on this part one of episode three? Any any last words in terms of and because we're gonna talk clearly, we'll talk more about like the marriage and all that, but I just wanted to really get a sense of like just that beginning kind of like how y'all met. So any closing statements? Well, well, I mean, you know what? I mean, of course, hindsight is always very, um, you know, hindsight is, uh, you know, we, we think about the regrettable things we've done and, and, you know, when you go forward in life and, I mean, your, your mother was a good, your mother was a good wife to me. And, um, you know, there's no telling what we would have done together. I mean, when we were, when we were partners, we were not just not, you know, husband and wife. We we were actually partners and she let me be, you know, she let me run it. I mean, we first got married course she her experience with me and money was not positive because she loaned me money and so when we got married you know we had one bank account and you know that that i've never had a i've never had a, a partner that i trusted more with my paycheck than your mother and so when we we first got married we were we were over there on valley lake and friday we had a little ritual you know and your mother would say, your mother said, um, uh, I, I would take my paycheck and I'd give it to her. And she'd get her paycheck and she'd, you know, sit down and do a, get a ledger and she'd add it all up. And um, we had some bills in the house. And so she would, you know, I would be sitting there watching Dallas on Friday night and she's in there at the desk working on the bills. And she said, she'd come to me and says, well, who do I pay here? And I said, well, and like it'd be an American Express bill, which is not. And I said, well, I put a, an expense check in, so pay that whole thing. And, you know, a couple of times it was two or $3,000. I said, the money's in the bank. Go ahead and pay it. So she kept running to me, asking me how much to pay to all these vendors that we were doing business with. And, and, and so 
uh, I said, well, you know, and I, I didn't mind it. I said, well, heck, I didn't want to write the checks out. You can do that. if you, Because she told me when we took over, she said, I will take care of the bills and I'll pay all the bills and pay every. I said, that's okay with me. I don't care because I trusted her. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she was doing it and doing it and doing it. And I guess about four months into it, she was she came to me one night one one because we always got it was like we it seemed like we got paid on the on a Friday. So anyway, it wasn't direct deposit; it was just a paper check. And I would hand her my check. She'd add it up, put it in you know put it in the uh, the ledger behind the checkbook, and start paying bills. And so one night she came to me, she says, I'm tired of this. I said, what do you mean? She says, I'm tired of paying these bills. She says, I have to come in here and ask you who to pay, what to pay and all this. Why don't you just do it? <laughs> I said, well, I don't mind doing it, but I mean, you, you, you didn't trust me. That's why I let you do it. So, uh, you know, really, I don't, you know, cause I'm telling you what to do anyway. <laughs> so she got tired of doing it. And, at that point, I took care of all of that, and and you know we we did really well, you know, financially together. Because I mean, I look back at it, you know, we had friends that, you know, you know, you never, you never, you never, uh, you never gloat or you never pat yourself on the back because, you know, there are times when tough times do hit, yeah, and and things do happen, but. You know, we were doing pretty well together as, as partners. I, and I trusted your mother more than any person I've been with uh, in my life, you know. Even to this day? Well, I haven't, I, haven't, I don't know what your mother would do now. She's probably mad at me. I, I mean, but like just in terms of like her oh, yeah. and your relationship with their well, versus anyone well, you've dated like well, or anything since then. Because she's yeah. still like, well, you want, do you, do you want that old thing back? Well, I mean, so let me let me just say this. See, see, this is what I want for you. See, you know, this is what I would. This is what I would want you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, if you start with a clean slate, then everything is 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 split. I mean, you you work together, you do all that stuff together, and it's 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 ours. But then, you know, you get like I've done, you get into the second marriage, it's a lot more complicated. You know, they have their their kids, you have your kids, you're, you know, you're trying to merge this together and you're trying to come to a reasonable agreement about it and then compromise over it and you're looking at like, you know, this ain't fair and you, you know, and I want my kids to get what I got. And I said, you know, so my deal is like, you know, what's yours is yours, what's mine is mine. And that's not the way it was when I was married the first time. What we had together was ours. There was a there was a pronoun there. It wasn't it was it was uh it was plural possessive. It was ours. Mm. You know, it wasn't mine and you know, yeah, well you might have had a car and you know, it might you might have had a car. It was our cars. And we could drive either one, but you drove that one more and I drove that one. But the whole thing was ours. But mm-hmm. nowadays, when you when you you divorce and you remarry, unless that person has nothing at all and you have nothing, and no kids, none of that, then that's fine. But when you, you know, it's 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 kind of difficult to share, you know, especially yeah. when you've been burned a few times. Yeah. As I've been, you know, but not certainly not with your mother. It was it was different, you know. So, yeah, I don't know. That's just my two cents, and that's just how I feel. Uh, so that's a great segue for part two, which we're gonna like wrap this up, and then um, listeners, you will see this as like a separate episode, but you'll know that this is just part two of this one um, because we're. Go- I want to talk about that a little bit because I know you gave me advice on this one guy that like I was kind of dating in January who had a lot of history. <laughs> he, he actually, honestly, we hang out. We hung out on Monday. He like invited me somewhere as friends. Cause I did text him and I did tell him like, you know, Hey, it was great knowing you or, you know, good, great getting to meet you. But I, and I never just said like what it was, but I just said like, Hey, I just don't think that we're gonna like be, 
you know. So anyway, he invited me somewhere Monday as friends. And then like later he like texted me and I haven't texted him back actually. I just haven't like known what to say. And honestly, I just, I'm, I'm not big on text on demand on certain things. And he asked me like, why did I um, not deem him suitable to like date long term? I will say he did change his living situation. He moved out and just, I found that out on Monday. He moved somewhere else. But then even then it was still like, he has kids. And I guess like a part of me is kind of like, okay, so granted, Christina, um, George has a child from the previous marriage. Um, So it's just kind of like, I go through the thing of like, oh, is that something to like overlook a guy like with kids and stuff? Or am I, should I be very dead set on like really being clear with God that I want to start anew and have a clean, clean slate. So food for thought, but let's stop here because we'll dive into that because I'm sure on your qualifications, one of them is clean slate. <laughs> so we can talk yeah. about it more there. So let's well, pause here. Let's take okay. a break. Listeners, thank you so much for listening to How My Dad Met My Mom. I found it very fascinating. I learned some things that I did not know and it reconfirmed some things that I heard from my mom's side. So you will have part two where we talk more about me. And I will likely say I love watermelon very often during (laughs) 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 During part two. I will probably be whipping that phrase out on stuff I don't want to talk about. But no, you're, you're open, so I'm open. So as long as you're open with me keeping it real, then we can go there. Um, I have no shame in my game, but you know, uh, as a father, you might feel away. So anyway, um, well, things I would prefer not to know. Okay. Well, then don't ask anything. You don't want the truth. To. Yeah, All yeah, right, right, listeners. So thank you so much and stay tuned for part two. Bye. episode. If you are loving what you're hearing, please follow us on Instagram, father.figuring. I'm going to probably start posting things to where you can, uh, you know, ask questions if there's things you want to know and just really engage with us and get updates on there. So Instagram is our main channel right now, father.figuring. Um, And be sure to share with your friends, you know, if you want to slide it in an Instagram story, go head on, Um, you know, download, subscribe. If you guys have some long flights coming up, spring break is coming up, lots of travel. So make sure you're not caught out in the air wishing you could listen to it, but you didn't download it. So give us a download um, and enjoy. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening.